Hi, I'm Babbling Brooke, the producer of Sam and Ted's famous last words. Welcome to the Babble Sound Studio, where we're sitting in on an American and a Brit, twisting each other's words, getting tongue-tied, and generally reflecting upon the strange beauty of that majestic, rather odd thing we call the English language. You're listening to Sam and Ted's Famous Last Words. Sam and Ted's Famous Last Words! Hey, Sam. Hello, Ted. Why are we here, Sam? Well, it's a good question. So, uh, we're, we're the Babble Boys, right? We're the guys that write the English language courses. Yeah? Right. So, so, someone upstairs said, we have to make a podcast. Right. Okay. An English language podcast. Yes. And uh, we're not allowed to leave this room until we do. And they've got us in this uh, creepy dungeon at the Tower of Babel. Yep, right? yep, that's right. Yeah, this is the Tower of Babel. Babel HQ. The Babelberg. Berg. Babelberg. Berg. 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 It's a German word, you see. Oh, what does yeah. it mean? Well, because we're in Berlin, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it means fortress. Uh, Babel HQ. Okay. Babel Berg, yeah. All so, right. Great. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's a funny place to have a recording studio, but I, I do like what they've done with all the chains and the cobwebs. Yeah. Very, very, very Berlin. Very Berlin. Anyway, moving on, because we've got to get this thing started, right? Our brief is joyful. Does that say something to you? Um, what, what does it mean? Joyful. Joyful is actually a word that uh, comes from uh, 13th century French. Ah. Joie. And um, it's also, which is, this is a good illustration of English, right? So it's French and it's German. Ah. Because okay. the last part, full, comes from Old Norse and Old Germanic, voll. Ah. Yeah. All right. But uh, in terms of today, um, I think, uh, you know, entertaining. Okay, great. Yeah, we yeah. can do that. Yeah, I think, I think so. I mean, I think, you know, you in that cheese hat. Oh, yes. It's saying joyful. It's screaming joyful. Yeah, it's part of my, my traditional Wisconsin garb. Yes. Everyone yes. has one. I knew it was Wisconsin, yeah. yes. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, um, who's that guy in the corner there? Oh, that's, uh, that's our producer, Magic Tom. Magic Tom. Hi, hey. Magic Tom. Hi. Hey, guys. Hi. <laughs> nice to have you here. Um, I guess we need to come up with a name with the show. Uh, Any ideas? Yeah, I've got a couple bouncing around in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one I really like. The most amazing English show you ever heard presented by language hero Sam and Ted. It's quick, snappy, Very snappy. rolls off the tongue, yeah, yeah, easy yeah. to remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've forgotten it already. It's um, the most amazing English show you ever heard presented by language hero Sam and Ted. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, right, uh, maybe, what about, um, I had another idea, uh, The Wrong End of the Stick, a podcast of confusion. The Wrong End of Which Stick? Oh, right. Well, it's a, it's a metaphor, right? It's an idiom, I ah. guess, actually. Yeah, yeah. And if you take the wrong end of the stick, you're in the wrong place. I guess maybe a burning stick, if you took the wrong end of a burning stick. Yeah, that would, would hurt. hurt. Yeah. yeah, something okay. like that. And lead to some confusion. Uh, yeah, I right. think I'm confused already. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, um, any uh, others? Yeah. Um, Sam and Ted's Charmingly Old-Fashioned Elocution Podcast. Mm, that's nice. But um, what's elocution? Well, elocution is... Um, the uh, practice of speaking correctly, formally, enunciating, using the correct words, uh, okay. not so much slang, yeah, things like right, that. Right, right. Okay. How about uh, this one? Frenetic phonetics. Oof, I can't even say that. <laughs> yeah. 
Still what about? Um, oh, I've got one. I've got one. Casting aspersions, a podcast of blame. What is an aspersion? Oh, an aspersion. Um, well, so casting. To casting is to sort of throw or, or spread about. Okay. You know, like seeds. You cast seeds. You cast light. Um, and an aspersion is, um, well, it's a rumor or blame. So you're sort of criticizing people negatively. Are, are we going to be criticizing lots of people negatively in this podcast? <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> or maybe we are. Yeah, I, yeah, maybe I, mean, we are. I guess we'll see where we take it. So. <laughs> All right. I like having Sam and Ted's in there. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. People should know it's us giving the podcast. Oh, my God. I think I have it. I've got it. I've got it. Sam and Ted's famous last words. Ah, uh, yes. That's perfect. I love it. Yeah, because these are probably the last words we're ever going right. to speak on the radio. Exactly. For sure. We're going to get cancelled for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, well, now we've got a title. Um, and I thought that we could also have a jingle for our podcast. A what? A jingle, like a, a musical intro. Oh, a theme tune. You mean a theme yeah, tune? a theme song. Uh, well, exactly. Well, it is a fact that you, uh, you're a musical genius, right? Uh, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was uh, I was in the marching band at my university. Actually, you play every instrument. Kind of. Every instrument known to man. Amazing, or right. woman. And uh, look over here in the corner. There's there's a guitar. It's right wow, here. Wow, it's amazing. Oh, oh, and I happen to have a pocket piano. A pocket piano to hand. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's okay. jam. You're listening to Sam and Ted's. Famous last words. Sam and Ted's famous last words. So I thought for the the first uh, segment here, um, I found something really interesting the other day. Um, this segment we're going to call. English for Dwildman. Right, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, sorry, can I stop you for a second? Yes. Um, what is Anglish? Anglish, to give you a little bit of uh, historical background, is actually a register of English in which all of the uh, foreign loan words have been taken out, um, all the Greek, Latin, and French words, and have been replaced with words of only Germanic or English origin. Um, so, for example, a dwildman is literally translates as error man. So, it's someone who is wrong, I guess. I'm not sure how we would translate that in the Latinate form. An idiot. Um, probably, yes. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I would say idiot. Yeah. So, anyway, the, the way that this register was developed, it goes all the way back to the 1100s. Mm-hmm. And at this time, there was a lot of French and Latin entering the language of the upper classes. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, French was the language of the nobility, and Latin was the language of the church. Mm. Um, but the common person didn't really have any knowledge of these other languages. So at that time, there was a movement of people wanting to write in the language of the people. When the, you say movement, how many people were involved in this? Probably about three or four. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah so more <laughs> um, of a club than a movement. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. A, a, a group of hobbyists. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Medieval yes. hobbyists. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So today it's a little bit more of a novelty than anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's, it's, 
it's interesting to see uh, what our language could look like mm. without the influence of mm. uh, the Romance languages and Greek. Can I stop you for a second? I, 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 um, I was using this famous search engine, Goggle, and I've been goggling around a little uh, bit. Go- and, um, goggling. I think you might be confused. Yes, yeah. Yeah, probably. But I was goggling around, and I found something about uh, this idea of cleansing the English language of foreign influences. And I think it's a little bit dubious, don't you think? My perception of language is it's something that's always changing and it's always, we're always borrowing words from other languages um, and it's sort of constantly evolving. And also, who decides? When When does English begin? Of, of course. When does it I end? mean, uh, I agree with you. I love all our loan words. I love all the romance language stuff. However, um, yeah. if you read on the, uh, the English website that I found, yes. I found the goal of this, yes, and it is specifically to foster a greater love for one's own tongue. In fact, the name English originated in the 1960s from a satirical magazine, so it's oh, more right. of a joke so than a joke. anything. Yeah, right. um, can you give me some um, some examples of uh, English? Yeah, sure, of course. Um, the first example we have is the word nameling. Namelings. Namelings. I love it. Namelings. Yeah. Namelings. Do you know what a nameling is? A nameling. I don't, but I really like it. A nameling is uh, people who share the same name. Crazy. Yeah. If you, for example, if you bumped into another Ted on the street, another Theodore, you We'd and be... he or she could be namelings. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Or would be namelings, we, actually. We would be namelings. That's yeah. amazing. Have you got any other examples? Of, yeah, um, yeah. I've, fascinating I've got a couple. Um, so it, most words that end with all, ology in English. Um, ology. Ology. These are changed to end with the word lore in English. So, for example, geology. In English, is stone lore. Stone lore. Stone lore. lore. Stone right. lore. Like, uh, something a dwarf would study, like totally, a yeah. like a Lord of the Rings dwarf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing there? I'm studying a bit of stone, stone lore. Right, exactly. Um, where on the other hand, uh, the elves would probably be studying sky lore or meteorology. Um, oh, yeah. meteorology. Yeah. Right, right. So. Mm-hmm. Elven weather forecasters. Right. Yeah. Super. Exactly. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Any um, Yeah, I've got another one. Um, Fulsum. Fulsome, Meaning? which means abundant. Bum, bum, what? Bum, bum, bumlor. Bumlor? Bumdent. What, what would bumlor? Bumlor would be proctology? Uh, maybe, yes. The reading of, of one's bum. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like a sort of, uh, yeah, f- uh, fortune telling. Great. Yeah. And yeah. like, doesn't Sylvester Stallone's mother do that? I think she does, yeah. I think, uh, I think she calls it rumpology, though. Rumpology. Rumpology, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or astrology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, my my personal favorite one. Yeah. Sure. Um, the word for American mm. is Nightlander. 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 Uh, night. Is that hyphenated? Yeah. No, it's not. It's oh, a okay. single compound word. Great. Okay. Let's move to the second segment, uh, which is. Dead. All right. Dead. Interesting. Dead. Interesting. This segment is about dead or aging phrases. Things your granny might have said or things you remember from watching the goggle box as a kid. The goggle box? Yeah, the TV, you know. Ah. Ah, okay. My parents used to call it the boob tube. (laughs) The boob tube. Because it turns you into a boob. (laughs) Ah. A a stupid person. A booby. A booby. Right, right, okay, yeah, yeah. A blue-footed booby. Yeah, well, in um, Britain, as far as I'm aware, uh, the boob tube is is something else entirely. It's a strapless woman's top. Ah. Yeah, so we call 
Yeah. What do you call that, actually? A, a tube top. A tube top. Yeah. I'm getting confused with but the boobs boob, and the tubes here. I mean, <laughs> it makes sense. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Any other examples? Yeah, I've got some examples. Um, I asked my dad about this, and he said that his father uh, used to call people daddy-o. 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 Mm-hmm. And he used to say groovy a lot. Groovy. Was groovy. he some kind of, was he was like a, some kind of... Uh, jazz musician or something he was a, a farmer beatnik. he was a farmer he was a farmer he used to go around the fields saying daddy o and groovy as he so. was plowing he was his fields groovy groovy farmer man <laughs> groovy yeah. farmer ted's granddad right. um yeah my friend's granny called her attic the glory hole ah <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah. which i think uh, uh in german they call a wunderkammer oh okay yeah, yeah. same yeah. same idea that you put all your treasures in a right exactly you know, yeah. some kind of chamber uh, yeah. Dusty chamber. Um, well, anyway, since this is a potty podcast, we thought we'd ask our listeners to write in with phrases they remember from days of your yoli English, so to speak. All right. Uh, Ted, do you want to uh, read one of them out for us? Yeah, sure. Um, we have uh, Matt from Lancashire wrote in, um, and we have an example sentence here. It says Ajax on back of triple bus, but that ain't where it's going. What? Does that even mean? I have no idea. I can't tell you. We'll have to write back to Matt and ask him. All right. Okay. Thank you, Um, Matt. Thank you, Matt. That was great. Uh, Okay. I've got one here from Lucy from Derby. And she says, can we give a shout out to Grandma Kate? Um, Hey, Grandma Kate. Hey, Grandma Kate. Nice to have you with us. Um, And uh, Grandma Kate would say, it's a bit black over Bill's mother's getting. Which she, uh, Lucy says is a nice South Derbyshire phrase for when you can see bad weather approaching. I think Grandma Kate needs to work on her syntax. <laughs> she does. <yeah. laughs> all right. I know. I wouldn't understand. I wouldn't understand that. All if right. said it to me. <laughs> um, our colleague Sophie yeah, yeah. Um, has a contribution here, and she says, "Super awkward." But my mom always used to say, "Keep dick," when she meant keep watch or keep an eye out, um, and also her aunt. Used to say bow instead of boyfriend. Bow. 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 Like, you say bow in America, is right? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Like in I the s- 1950s, maybe. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You don't hear it much anymore. No, no. Yeah. no. The last ones we have are from uh, Sam from Liverpool. Um, and we have, you'd make a better door than a window to someone who is blocking the view. Mm-hmm. And were you born in a barn? Can you do that in a Liverpool accent? I couldn't, but... Maybe you could. <laughs> I think I'd get into trouble if I tried to do Liverpool. Accent, but, uh, <laughs> Were you born in a barn? <laughs> Apologies now to sounds, everyone in Liverpool. <laughs> sounds good to me. Yeah, that was know, my I, best Liverpoolian. Um, I we don't. I've never heard you make a better door than a window. To be honest, do you, do you say that in America? Oh yeah, I had an English teacher who used to say that all the time. Oh okay, yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> to you in particular. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Great. I was a little bit bigger when I lived back in Wisconsin. All right. Okay. Blocked lots of views. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, right. Should we move on? Right, yeah. I'm feeling a little deaded out. Yeah. I think we could yeah. liven it up a little bit could, and invite a real live other human being in to join us. Oh, what, like a celebrity or something? Yes, a celebrity. Yeah. What should yes. we call this segment? I think we should call it Celebrity Bites. Bites. Wow, like, a, nice. like a sound bite. Oh, right. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, for those who us? don't, yeah, for those who don't know what a soundbite is, it's um, well, according to the Oxford Dictionary, a soundbite is a short extract from a recorded interview or speech. All right, there you go. And so let's course. hope 
Our guest is succinct and concise today. And um, who do we have, actually, Ted, in the studio with us today? Um, Today we have invited the woman who writes the, does the blackboard arts uh, in reception. Oh, she's amazing. Kitty McTwerk. (laughs) Wow. Welcome. Wow. Hi, Kitty. Hello. Thank you for the warm welcome. (laughs) You're very welcome. (laughs) Taking some time off from chalking to be here today. Chalking? Is that the verb for what you do? I believe so. Chalk one off. That's a phrase, isn't it? Possibly. Do you mean like to tick something off? Uh, Yeah, maybe. We'll We'll, we'll look it up. We'll check it for the next episode. We'll get back to you on that one. Okay. Okay. Um, Um, Kitty, I I hear uh, a little something when you speak a twang a little twang <laughs> yeah wh- where's that uh, where's that twang from the twang is from scotland it's good isn't it when a you're from scotland place. everybody feels the need to repeat your accent back at you when you start talking <laughs> i'm sure that's fun for you <laughs> yeah. right. i used to live in scotland it's <laughs> allowed then yeah. um getting back to the chalking mm. um we were just wondering uh, if you have any favorite uh, chalkboard arts that you've done recently that you'd like to share with us? Maybe just one, actually. We'll push for time. Okay, so, yeah. just one. Just one. Just one is tough. I mean, I feel like they've all been a pretty high standard over the years. I'd say it's a roller coaster, you know. <laughs> Quality goes up and down, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> sort of the complaints. <laughs> yeah, sure, right. <laughs> um, probably one of the best ones more recently was Umasi. I don't know if you've ever heard the word Umasi. 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 Any guesses? I have no Um, idea. No idea. Is it the study of Uma Thurman? (laughs) It's not, but I could imagine she would do this. It's um, reading the future with a poached egg. Don't ask me how you do it. uh, Well, in in English, I guess that would be Egglore. Yes. Egglore. Yeah. Wow. Actually, while you're here, uh, do you have any um, examples of sort of old phrases from your childhood? I do have a few. Um, I remember my great aunts uh, used to be keen on the Hush Child Harold. Who? Um, yeah, I used to be told if I was whining or whinging or complaining as a child, I would often be told, Hush Child Harold. I can't imagine you complaining. <laughs> I can't imagine that. I know, yeah. I know. But I guess you heard it a lot. I mean, it I stuck with you. did right? hear it quite yeah, often, yeah. 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 And... Um, it must have been a bit confusing to be called Harold. Or were you called Harold as a child? Well, it is confusing. I think it comes from Lord Byron, but it's not even a direct quote. So I'm not really sure if that was just uh, my family or if it was a Scotland-wide thing. Mm. But um, yeah, so this What else? One, Anything else? Um, we often... I mean, I use this myself as well, so it's not really old, but I think it's maybe a Scotland-based thing that we don't really go to the shops. We do the messages. You do the messages. Yeah. Oh, so if you really? have to pop out to the shops to get something, you're doing the messages. Sounds very uh, secretive. Yeah, maybe. I feel like it makes sense. You've got like a list of things to do. You're just doing the messages. Hmm. Yeah, we have phrases from Glasgow such as uh, "You're off your head." You're off your head. Game of Gene Brody. Heed. What does what does "you're off your head" mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, that you're crazy. You're mad. Uh, you've sort of lost oh, okay. it. Okay. Uh, you, you're off your head. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, say that. So yeah. heed is head. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Heed. Okay. Any mm-hmm. others? Mm-hmm. Uh, your bum's out the windy, which means... Your bum's out the what? <laughs> the windy your is what's the... out the what? <laughs> the windy is the window. So your bum's uh, out the windy just is, means yeah. that you're talking rubbish. <laughs> right. yeah, I think if your bum's out the windy, you might need a bum lorist. That's <laughs> 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 true. Yeah. A rumpologist. <laughs> 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 Sounds cold, especially in Scotland. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Cold bum. Um, uh, yeah, great. Okay. Uh, now, I have a question, actually. 
um, and it's been plaguing me <laughs> for years. Um, and it regards something called the Glasgow salad, which uh, is some kind of mythological dish. Um, can you um, enlighten us as to what a Glasgow salad is? I do think it exists. I don't think it's a mythological dish. I think it's just a portion of chips with whatever you're having. Oh, really? Oh, I yeah, thought it was a deep-fried Mars bar. They're probably deep-fried chips, but um, oh, okay. I would oh, imagine... Okay. I think the Glasgow salad is just extra chips with whatever you're having. Glasgow especially does have a reputation for deep-frying anything you can get its hands on. It does. On. I think in Glasgow you can take anything you want to a fish and chip shop and they deep-fat-fry it for free. That is oh. a service. Shout out to Glasgow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, uh, we also deep-fry a lot of things in Wisconsin. That's true. Yeah. Um, really? Like what? I mean, the standard one, I mean, we have... We eat cheese all the time, and so, of course, we deep-fried cheese, mm. deep-fried cheese curds. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pretty delicious, but but they're kind of nothing special. They're not surprising to anybody. Yeah, cheese isn't fatty enough, right, is it? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to get real fatty, yeah. uh, probably the fattiest thing that we deep-fry is just butter. What? Just a stick of butter. That you, is... you freeze it, and then you batter it, and you flash-fry it super fast, and then you just... Eat it, just slurp it up, you know. Oh, that sounds mm. in competition awful. with Glasgow yeah. for the lowest <laughs> yeah. life expectancy. Yeah, you might uh, you might put a little bit of sugar or something mm-hmm. on it, uh, give it a little bit more flavor, but uh, yeah, crazy. But, so you batter your butter. We batter our butter. Wow, right, okay. exactly. <laughs> um, okay, I think it's uh, time for our last segment of this podcast, um, which is. You must be joking. All right, so here we are with uh, You Must Be Choking, which is, of course, the segment where we tell some jokes. And these are language-related jokes. Oh, we're um, going to dabble in a bit of English wordplay. Exactly, we? right. And um, so once again, we have a little bit of a challenge here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to tell a couple jokes. You're going to tell a couple jokes. Joke tennis. Joke tennis, exactly. And Kitty McTwerk is going to then be the judge and decide who is the champion of this round of You Must Be Joking. Okay. The laugh-o-meter. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Here's my first one. Mm-hmm. Why do seagulls fly over the sea? I don't know, Ted. Why do seagulls fly over the sea? Because if they flew over the bay, they'd be bagels. <laughs> That's, good. That's actually very good. Thank you. Um, okay. <sighs> Right, I'm ready. What sport do you play with a wombat? What? Wom. Um. Silence in the studio there. <laughs> <laughs> in case anyone doesn't know, a wombat is a small... Is it a marsupial or a Yeah, I believe marsupial. it's a marsupial. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, right, swiftly moving on. Ted. All right. Um, why can't you run through a campsite? I don't know, Ted. Why can't you run through a campsite? You can only ran because it's past tense. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. You can tell Ted used to be a teacher. <laughs> uh, okay. What did the buffalo say to his son when he left for college? What? Bison! <clears throat> bison. You get it? Yeah, you know, I get it. Bison. 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 Buffalo, bison. Yeah, right. yeah. Perfect. Okay, okay, right. Kitty, what do you think? Who won the... Uh, I mean, all horrifically awful, but I feel like since <laughs> it was you. the only one you didn't have to explain to make it funny, I'll go with why can't you run through a campsite? Yes! <laughs> you won this time. I win. <laughs> Champion. 
Okay, well, I think our time's up for today. All right. Um, yeah, it's been great. It's been yes. great having you in the studio with us, mm-hmm. Kitty. Yeah, Thank someone else needs me. the dungeon. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, I can hear someone need... banging on the door. Right. The... Yeah, some chains rattling out there mm-hmm. and some groaning and moaning. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we do have a lot of podcasts at Babel. Right. Um, so. um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you want to tell us something, you want to give us some ideas for another segment for our podcast, something like that, uh, you can contact us on Twitter, at Babbel, um, or you can write us an email, and the email address is podcasting at babbel.com. This has been Famous Last Words with Ted and Sam. This has been been Famous Last Words with Ted and Sam. Now it's done. Thank you very much. (laughs) You're listening to Sam and Ted's Famous last words. Seven dead! Famous last words!